because I throw anything down because whatever he's doing is working for him. That that point though that Jason made about the respect of your peers, I mean we saw it this week. Nick Saban talking about what a good coach Dion is. And um it's the same way that Calvin Sampson recognizing that Penny is a in addition to the celebrity and everything else, is a damn good coach. I think the parallel one hundred percent um holds up. So uh, interesting. Uh, to see how that will unfold for both of them going forward. Chris Harrington's going to join the show next, and then uh, I'm going to rejoin the show for Jeffrey's bets. He's going to explain to me. Last week, uh, we made 250 bucks climbing out of the hole, and this week we got 16 games, Jeffrey tells me, uh, 16 games to choose from. Uh, I, will, uh, I will remind you that if you want to head on over to, uh, to FanDuel uh, and you're a new user, Place a $5 bet. On, like, for example, on any one of Jeffrey's bets, place a $5 bet, and you will immediately get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. So you're off and running. Uh, it is, FanDuel is the official uh, betting partner of the NFL. Whatever, it's easy to use, whether it's spreads, player props, over-unders. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, to unlock this offer. Again, new users, $5 bet, get $200 in bonus bets. Must be 21 or older, present Tennessee. First online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, call Tennessee, bet line 1-800-889-9789. Chris Harrington joins the show coming up next. Then Jeffrey's Bets, Jeff Gawkins show on a Friday, 92.9 FM, ESPN. This is Bob Kessling of the Vaulted Pool. Be here each Saturday for all the exciting action of Tennessee football. 92.9 FM, ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Saturday, Tennessee hosts UT San Antonio at Neyland Stadium. College football Saturday, pregame all day with kickoff from Neyland Stadium against UTSA at 3 p.m. Saturday. This is Coach Josh Heifel. Follow the balls all season long here on your home for Tennessee football. 92.9 FM, ESPN, Memphis's sports station. This is 92.9 FM, ESPN. If disaster strikes, you know who to call, Service Master by Cornerstone, and you know the number, I would hope at this point. I hope you have it locked right into your own phone. It's 901-RESPOND. So it's easy to remember. If there you are, 2 in the morning, tree falls on your house, what in God's name do we do? Water is pouring in. What you do is call 901-RESPOND. That will take you to Service Master by Cornerstone. They've got a 24-hour phone line. They work with every insurance company. They're locally owned. They're locally operated. They're fast. They're good. They are, in fact, the number one Service Master franchise in the country. It's Service Master by Cornerstone. Whether it's fire damage, whether it's storm damage, whether it's mold, whether it's a pipes bursting, water damage, whatever it is, in that moment of crisis, it's good to know who to call, and who to call is Service Master by Cornerstone. Once again, the phone number is 901-RESPOND. We're here with Jennifer Carsonson, real estate expert from the Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency. What do you say to someone who tells you that they don't want to buy right now because interest rates are so high? Yeah, if I'm sitting in front of you, I'm going to ask you, what do you think the payment difference is? Typically, they say, I don't know, $1,000 more. The truth is 5% to 7% equates to $125 per $100,000 financed. Why is that relevant in Memphis? Because our median home sale price is still pretty low. It's around mm-hmm. 300K, so it's not very much. So what's the next step they need to take? So step one would be, let's figure out what your approximate mortgage payment would be on that new house at the new interest rate. And then let's look at the equity position that you're in. Most consumers have an inordinate amount of equity right now. And so you can kind of take that equity and offset the payment difference in a higher interest rate temporarily until the rates have some consistent pattern. Whether you're buying or selling, you need Jennifer Carstensen in the Live Love Group at the Real Estate Agency, 901-625-5200, or email them it's sold at livelovememphis.com. At Sissy's Log Cabin, you'll find only spectacular natural diamonds that will remain treasured for generations. That promise is now symbolized by the engraved Sissy signature and sapphire, representing our guarantee of extraordinary service, selection, experience, and quality. Stop by any of our stores or visit sissyslogcabin.com and experience the Sissy's promise for yourself. Find a jeweler for a lifetime only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Don't miss the 2023 Mempho Music Festival, September 29th through October 1st at Radiance Amphitheater in the Memphis Botanic Garden. Featuring the Black Crows, My Morning Jacket, Turnpike Troubadours, and many more. 
The 2023 Mempho Music Festival, September 29th through October 1st. Tickets on sale now. See the full lineup and get your tickets at MemphoFest.com. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win. Here are a few reasons to buy local, especially when you are buying fine jewelry. This is James Gaddis with James Gaddis Jewelers. For over 60 years, the Gaddis family has been servicing every piece of jewelry we have ever sold. We will service, size, clean, and repair anything you buy from us. Let us be your family's jeweler, and you will see why our customers keep coming back. We make dreams come true at James Gaddis Jewelers because, after all, you are always treated like family here. AT&T and Verizon lure you in with their best phone offers, only to lock you into a three-year phone contract. Three years! Missing out on the latest, greatest phones because you're trapped by your carrier. Not at T-Mobile. Break free from three-year phone contracts with our best Go 5G plans and say goodbye to being stuck with an outdated phone. Now, with T-Mobile's best Go 5G plans, upgrade when you want. Every year or every two, you decide. At T-Mobile, you have more choice than ever to take charge of your upgrade. All on America's largest 5G network. Visit T-Mobile.com now to take charge of your phone upgrades. One-year upgrade on Go 5G Next requires financing new qualifying device and upgrading in good condition after six-plus months with 50% paid off. Upgrade ends financing and any promo credits. CTMobile.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. It's never been easier to join BetMGM's new and improved app, where you can use the same account across all states. Sign up using code MEMPHIS and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. You can also check out the weekly free-to-play game, 8-Bit Berry Game, on the app. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. BetMGM.com for T's and C's 21 plus to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. It's time to go where the season takes you. And it's the season for savings at Gossip Mitsubishi on the Pike. Go for miles more with 43 MPG Highway in your 2024 Mitsubishi Mirage. 17815 or 229 a month. 2024 Eclipse Cross eludes sleek and sporty style at 29695 or 399 a month. Discover the new 2024 Mitsubishi Outlander SUV with third row and seven passenger seating. Now 29885 or 449 a month. And they're all equipped with Mitsubishi's 10-year 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. We're ready to put you in a new ride today at Gossett Mitsubishi. 1870 Covington Pike or 24-7 at MemphisMitsubishi.com If you want it, we got it at Gossett Motorcars. All 84 months, Mirage RH 00782, MSRP 18315, Eclipse RZ 06693, MSRP 30445, Outlander RZ 05762, MSRP 31385, Guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. 
Each and every day here on the Jeff Calkins Show, we welcome Chris Harrington to the program. Let's fire it up. Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill. Rediscovered downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. Chris Harrington joins us now. Chris, what are we listening to? That is a Victim of Circumstance by Joan Jett and the Blackheart. My favorite non-hit single Joan Jett song, I think. Joan Jett, 65 years old today. There Talk we go. Happy birthday. You, you, can, yeah. you, you can grow old rather than fade away. So there shout you go. out to Joan Jett. Drew Hill over at the Daily Memphian has kind of a look back at storylines from last year's media day. And I'm, I'm more curious about this. Do you recall what was your kind of what was your biggest question for the Grizzlies before last season? Oh wow, I, I don't. That's a good. I don't remember. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to go back. For, I mean, Jared, for me, it was for me. It was like how would they handle the target on their back, which I don't think they did too well. Yeah, I mean, I mean Jaron was hurt to start last season. Yep. I'm trying to refresh my memory here. And so we didn't have Jaron to start the season. So there was the question about that. Um, and he had had a terrible offensive season the year before. Yeah. And then he was supposed to have this summer of working on his game that he didn't get because of the injury. And so there was a lot of unknown about that. And because he was out, you're going to have to replace him. And so going into camp, we didn't know who that was going to be. Was it going to be Tati Aldama? Was it going to be Jake LaRavia? They just traded two first-round picks to move up to get. Were they going to go with Brandon Clark? Um, I think that there was a lot of that. And then there was a lot of hopes around Zaire Williams, who had had a pretty good summer league. Yeah. And there was a lot of hope going into media day, I think, that Zaire Williams is going to make the leap. And then it turned out he got hurt, and his, his season was delayed and never got on track. So, so I feel like the, the power forward questions and then the Zaire Williams questions maybe were, were prominent for me. But, but I may be wrong. It feels like they only answered one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels it feels like Jaron did did answer the bell. Well, and, and there was the Dylan stuff about an extension, but 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 I, at that point, I had sort of internalized that 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 he, he wasn't going to sign an extension because they were capped, and he wasn't wasn't going to sign a deal that long. Yeah, and both so parties I'd acted rationally. Made my piece. Yeah, I made my piece that that just wasn't going to happen. He was going to be a free agent the next the summer, so that was no longer a, a sort of question for me. I was trying to think. We also had Jaw. Ja just signed his extension. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of that. I guess the other question, though, that I was kind of thinking as it heads into this season, do you think that this team's still going to talk as much as they did, you know, the last two years? Or do you think maybe that there's going to be more of an emphasis on let the play do the work? Oh, I, I think I think you would already you'd already seen them try to turn the corner on some of their some of that stuff and some of their general cultural stuff late last season, um, Dylan Dylan Brooks didn't 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 get the memo on that, but the rest of the team sort of did, and so I think you've already seen that shift, and I think that shift will continue. Now, if Jock comes back and he's like great for a few weeks, they go on a winning streak. Like, who knows what's going to be said, right? But I, I think the vibe is going to be a, a turn down the volume vibe. Yeah. What's your biggest question with this team? Um. I, I, I mean, the Jaw stuff is just obvious, but that, I mean, it's got to be that until it's he not. He's their best player. Um, right, right. So it's got to be Jaw until it's not. Um, I, I, I want to, you know, I want a confirmation that Steven Adams is, is back to full health. Um, and not only back to full health, and we won't know this until they actually start playing some games, not only back to full health, but, but the player he was before the injury. Given he, he just turned 30, Given his age, there's no reason I think he won't just be the same player he was before that injury. But I think they really need him to be that, and so, and so, so to me, that's a box that you know you you need to check to feel good about the Grizzlies, you know, season coming up. Yeah, I, it is kind of funny. It felt like we overreacted to two playoffs ago when he, you know, he got played off the floor, which I still thought was an overreaction in real time. And then last year, it felt like it maybe swung too far in the other direction of about how impactful he was. What is the what's the appropriate way to analyze Stephen Stephen Adams' impact? Well, I, I think one of the things we've seen in recent years is this disconnect between regular season NBA and playoff NBA. Yeah, um, I, and I think that is sort of a question with Stephen Adams. 
I think we know that his regular season impact is enormous. I think that is known. Um, I think his his playoff value slash impact is 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 is, uh, is more unsettled, and and that's obviously more matchup specific. To your point, like he, he he they they struggled with him in the Towns matchup against Minnesota and went another way. Maybe they overreacted to that. Maybe they didn't. They won the series. But they had hopes of getting him back in the mix the next series against Golden State. He had COVID. He missed the start of that series. I don't think he was ever 100%. And I think, to a man, Grizzlies players really felt like his absence was major against the Lakers last season. And so I think it is, it is, it is established that he, that he is, has a huge impact on the Grizzlies playing the regular season. It is not established his value in the playoffs, but I, I think that's because we don't have a lot of evidence to go on. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess because I've always I've always struggled with like articulating what his value is, but the there is kind of an element of like you just know when you see it, like when he's off the floor, like they were they were clearly not as good. But is that a bigger issue? Is that a does that say more about Stephen Adams, or does that say more about what they try to replace Stephen Adams with? Well, I, I mean, that's part of it. They, they can't replicate really what he does. Yeah. Um, and so the thing about his game is that it's just in a way that I don't think – I mean, I, I was pretty optimistic about the Adams for Valentinus exchange. The Grizzlies felt like, you know, that wasn't just something they had to do to do other things. They felt like that wasn't something they actively wanted. But I don't think anyone saw the full extent of how well he would fit with the other stars on the team. And he really, his game elevates the strengths of the, of the three main stars and, and, and in a couple cases, minimize weaknesses. And so, you know, he fits with Jaron because he can control the board to let Jaron roam and contest. And that ends up being elite defense when you put those two things together. Um, he fits with Ja because he elevates Ja's downhill capability. Yeah. Ja, ja is dangerous already attacking, but when you have Steven Adams setting picks, that makes Ja more dangerous and it makes the play more dangerous when Steven Adams is trailing to crash the offensive boards. Like that, that sort of, that little, like, you know, attack, attack the paint machine that you have in a John Morant, Steven Adams interaction is really dangerous. And then it's not quite the same with Desmond Bain, but he just developed such a chemistry with Bain in terms of Bain cutting around him and, and, the, and the high post passing. He just really plays and fits really well with the three stars. And so, um, you know, I just think he's hugely important to maximize what they're going to be, at least in the regular season. Like, when I think back to that Timberwolves series, I felt like another part of the conversation got left off was, like, Jaron kept getting in foul trouble, and I felt like that that allowed the Timberwolves to isolate Adams in a way that... Like, I just always felt like they, they just really panicked and overreacted because, like, he'd been your starter all year, and then all of a sudden you just decide at the 11th hour that... you. Xavier Tillman gives you a better chance to win. Yeah, I mean that, that may be that it may it may well be the case that they did. I, I think you know when you're the two seed, yeah, and and you're not playing a Lakers seven, you're playing a Minnesota Timberwolves seven, yeah. and then you lose game one at home. Um, that tends to like prompt reaction, right? Sure, it, it may prompt a, a prompt aggressive aggressive reaction. I would say. In in terms of playoff series wins. Where, how would you rank that win? Because, like, I always felt like in real time, it was a tougher series win than you would get credit for. But, like, I still didn't know, like, how to, I still didn't know kind of how to, like, contextualize it. Well, it wasn't impressive just because you thought, you know, the team you beat had a good reason to think that they were the better team in the series. I mean, that they, they just failed to close the deal, yeah. right? That it was. I think if you're the Minnesota Timberwolves, you can rightly think we blew this. Yes. And so to feel like you survived a series when you're the two and they're the seven, and again, it's not a LeBron James seven, it's like a real seven seed seven, um, that doesn't feel great. The other half of that, though, to take a more optimistic look at it, is you had to deal with adversity and, and work your way out of it. And so they, they, they had to adjust on the fly in the playoffs to figure out a way to win, and, and they were able to do that. And so... I think it's a little bit of a mixed bag. Are there lessons to take from the Lakers series last year? Um, not have Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark both hurt. Yeah, not have not have two unavailable. of your top six guys hurt. Yeah, right. Well, not not have your two. I mean, honestly, I mean that was your your, your starter and your backup center theoretically in yeah. your depth chart, right? Because Santiago Ramos is the backup power forward on your depth chart. So not have, not have your first and second centers unavailable in your depth chart. When suddenly Anthony Davis 
you know, at least for a few weeks there, not just in that series, but in the Golden State one after that, plays up to his capability. And his capability is best big man on the planet, or second best to, to Jokic, right? So he actually played at that level in a series where you were missing your starter and your backup center. So that was kind of rough. And there were other problems too, but that, that was a pretty glaring one. Yeah, because like, I understand like for talk shows and whatnot, it became like fodder. But really, like, I always just feel like when we got to the end of the playoffs, like, you started to realize, like, that was more of a personnel series than it was, you know, distractions or whatever, you know, whatever the conversation around the series was. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was some of both, but, but, but I think I do think it was more personnel. And that was a situation where the seeding was misleading because the Grizzlies had had the injuries and the, and, and the distractions. The Lakers had reshuffled their team at the trade deadline. And those two, the two teams that actually went into the playoffs was not reflective of a 2-7 matchup yeah. at all. And in fact, if you look at the post-trade the post, the post, um, deadline records and the post-trade deadline point differentials, they were basically the same. And so you take two teams that performed essentially evenly with the, play, the teams they had on the floor, and then one team has LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you know, I mean, it wasn't that surprising outcome. Do you have more confidence in this roster as a playoff team? Um, if fully healthy, yes, because I do think, I think, you know, everyone's a year older, but no one's a year older in a bad way, yeah. really, unless it's Steven Adams, right? Um, and I think that Marcus Smart, I think in the regular season, essentially doing a two-for-one, and I know like Derrick Rose is here too, but it's really a two-for-one in terms of your rotation. Yeah. You send out Dylan Brooks and Tyus Jones, you bring in Marcus Smart. And so Marcus Smart is not going to play as many minutes as Dylan Brooks and Tyus Jones combined. So in terms of your regular season, I don't know whether that's a plus or not, but I think in the playoffs it should be because Dylan Brooks and Tyus Jones, frankly, were net negatives in the last two postseasons for you. And Marcus Smart has much more of a history and track record of playoff basketball. And I think Marcus Smart is someone who can like basically be at, be at any, any lineup. You know, like Tyus Jones just wasn't going to be on the floor for you in crunch time with John Morant unless you were just – you felt like you had no other options. So I think Marcus Smart elevates their playoff rotation or should. And so, yeah, I think if they're healthy, they're a little bit better equipped for the postseason. How concerned are you of if you have, you know, a playoff – like let's say, you know, the, the majority of your minutes in your backcourt are Ja, Desmond, and Marcus Smart. How concerned are you that that is too small of a lineup? Um, I think the size is an issue, especially since you don't have – you may be playing those three guys together a lot, yeah. one, two, and three, not just your backcourt. And so the fact that you don't have a small forward who – you know, the, the idea of the small forward who can guard across positions, Marcus Smart is trying to do that for you at 6'1 or 6'2 yeah. instead of Dylan Brooks at 6'6. Six, six. And you don't have – I think I think Zaire Williams like becoming the player they wanted him to be and people thought he was becoming would, would be enormously helpful to this team. Yes, in the absence of that, yeah, it's a problem. But it, but it, there's the size problem, and there's also a little bit just the the, the shooting problem. I you know I mean Smart and Ja are, are neither they're both sort of middling to negative shooters. Well, and, and if so, you have Stephen Adams on the floor, I mean that's you know that's perhaps this, this, this three three of, non-offensive guys. This is one of the questions, and I'll get into this more when I write ahead of the season. Is like the Grizzlies are this weird team where they have a lot of elite attributes on their team. When you yeah. think about Who's the best player in the league at this, at that? They got a lot of those guys, right? Um, but putting, getting the right mix on the floor is weird because, yeah, Steven Adams may be the best screener in offensive rebounder in basketball. John Morant probably a top two downhill guard. And Marcus Smart should be on the short list for best perimeter defenders. But if you play all three of those guys together, like how's your offense going to work? At the same time, you've got like, you know, like Luke Kennard's led the NBA in three-point shooting two years in a row. But how much can you play him and John Morant together and, and, and have your defense hold up? And so you got a lot of those kind of tricky questions, I think, for the coaching staff. Well, I think, like, you know, something we, we talked about yesterday, I think it's kind of the other part about Santi Aldama that makes it difficult. It's like he has a skill set that is clearly valuable, right. but determining the, like, the way to maximize that for in a team construct, I feel like, is, is a difficult question. Yeah, I mean, add him to the jaw, the jaw Kennard thing. Like, can you play jaw Luke yeah. Kennard and Santi Aldama together? Like, your your offense is going to be awesome, but is your defense going to going to going to be good enough? You know, you you get a lot of those questions when you start to assemble lineups. I think, which is which is why Jaron and Daz are so important. Because, like, I'm not saying they're the best players on the team. That's probably still jaw, 
But there's zero questions about those guys. Yeah. Those guys work in all lineups, right? On yes. both sides of the floor. The only way the only so Jared doesn't work is really if he's important. in foul trouble, and the only way Desmond doesn't right. work is when he's banged up. That's right. That's right. Those guys work in any lineup, and you don't really lose anything on either side of the floor. Are we back to worrying about Jaren's foul trouble? Oh, we'll see when the season starts. I, I, I don't. I, I, I'm more in my list of concerns. Health and three-point shooting for me are higher than the foul stuff. I know that for most people, they get really animated about the foul stuff. It's definitely a problem. It's ticked it, it, tick down every season. It needs to tick down a couple more notches, right? We yeah. don't need. We're not at the plateau plateau Correct. where you're comfortable. With. We still got room for improvement. So you, that's right. Still got room for improvement. But like you know, if you gave me the choice of like Jaron's foul trouble foul rate ticks down meaningfully, but he shoots thirty-two percent from three or his foul rate stays the same as last year, but he shoots 39% from three, I'll take the second of those. What about the same question for Desmond Bain? What are your concerns there? I don't really have any concerns. I mean, obviously, you know, you want guys to stay healthy, but I don't think he's someone who's, like, injury-prone or has, you know, any more than any other player in in basketball. So I I don't really have a lot of concerns by him. To me, it's upside. It's like how much much better is it going to – how much – how much more better? That's I'm really yeah. Sort of nailed it. Here. How much? How much better can it still get? Right, as good as it is. How much better can it still get? Because he he took a step up last season in playmaking. He took a step up in rebounding. You know, are there are there more rungs on the ladder for him? As good as he already is. And so to me, it's like all upside with Desmond Bain. What about Marcus Smart? You know, the question to me is like, can he be the player he was two years ago, or is he going to be? Less of less than the player he was last season, right? So is he going to bounce back to be better than last season, or is he? Or are you going to take last season and then and then drop down another ten percent because of age? And that's the question: is was last season age based decline? He was so good last year, yeah, but not as good as the year before. So was it age based decline, or was it he was banged up and playing hurt? And people I know who watched all the Celtics games think that the age based decline is coming. But that last season, it was because he his, his 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 hip was hurt and he was playing hurt with it, and that that's what it is. So to me, that's the question: Do you get the bounce back or or a more gentle decline from last season? Are there basketball concerns with Ja, or is it still just mostly you know where is he personally? Oh yeah, there are basketball concerns, but like but they take a back seat to the other because if you're not on the floor playing, then yeah. the basketball concerns matter. Um, but yeah, his shooting regressed last season. Um, I think even, you know, he's missing games now because of suspension, but there's still a durability issue with him. I think his defense got a little bit better last season. Still not a plus, but I felt like, I, I felt like he was staying in front season. of people more. Yeah, yeah. I think his defense improved last season. You like to see more of that, sort of like the Jared Bow thing, like let's, let's, let's stay on the positive trajectory with that. And, and those are the main things with him. You know, to me, it's, it's defense, durability, and shooting. Those are always the three basketball issues with him. Chris, we appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks. That is Chris Harrington of the Daily Memphian. When we come back, Jeff will rejoin the program. It's time for our college football bets. It's Jeff's bets coming up next right here. On the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming up at 11 a.m., it's the Jason and John Show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The Wing Guru, serving up 21 flavors of lip-smacking goodness. Whole wings, party wings, boneless wings, and more. Served just the way you like them and smothered in our award-winning sauces. Order online and pick up in the stores or stop in and stay a while. The Wing Guru. This NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. FanDuel, of course, is official betting partner of the NFL. So you know it's safe, you know it's secure. And right now, go ahead, place a $5 bet. If you're a new customer, just place a $5 bet, and all of a sudden, cha-ching, $200 in bonus bets will appear in your account. That's win or lose. Whether the $5 bet wins or lose, you get $200 in bonus bets if you're a new customer. All you got to do is go to FanDuel, fanduel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. That will unlock this offer. Bet $5, have $200 in bonus bets over at FanDuel, fanduel.com. Must, of course, be 21 or older in present Tennessee. First online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions do apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Imagine all the hits you love in one collection. Live it up with favorites like, I won, did you hear me? I won! Or the timeless treasure, I just won $5,000! And who can forget the all-time classic, Look who's going on vacation! Get your hands on the cash-loaded Hit Instant Games collection at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and let the good times roll. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Visit Frontier Western Store today for new shirts and boots. Frontier is your top Carhartt store in the Mid-South. There's thousands of in-stock shirts and jeans. They have the classic K87 pocket tee in every color they make, including new ones just released. Available small to 4X. Want new jeans? Frontier has you covered with super tough work denim by Carhartt. And you've got to check out their selection of Ariat jeans for men, women, and children. You'll love how easy it is to find the size and style you need. Have you seen Frontier's remodeled world-famous boot showroom? It continues to expand. New styles by Ariat just arrived, plus plenty of in-stock proven classics, too. Whether you need work or dress boots, trust that Frontier's the place to come. See thousands of pairs of Ariat boots and thousands more by Dan Post, Corral, Durango, Rocky, Twisted X, and others. And Frontier's pricing is lower than online and chain stores, so you know just the local shop to visit. Frontier Western Store, 5880 Goodman Road in Olive Branch, and on the web at FrontierWesternStore.com. Locally owned and operated since 1967. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win. Tired of boring work lunches? Jazz it up with Owen Brennan's Executive Express Lunch. Dive into business with classics like pasta jambalaya or the world-famous crawfish etouffee. Weekdays from 11 to 4, Owen Brennan's, where the good times and the business deals roll. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Yeah, that's right. It's the uh, Frame Corner phone lines, and uh, and that's helpful because, uh, hopefully, when you were thinking about where do I get this jersey framed? Where do I get this diploma framed? Where do I get these tickets and program and whatever from this special season framed? Where do I get... You take it in the frame corner. Uh, and they can do it right there on Park Avenue, 5035 Park Avenue. They've got all kinds of... Obviously, they've got pre-made frames, tabletop frames, all kinds of frames. But what they're really spectacular at is custom framing. You just bring something in there. Because there's both... There is a... There's an eye to figuring out what will make it look its best, uh, and then there's craftsmanship and making it and making it happen. And, cra- and 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 over at Frame Corner, they can do that. You bring in whatever it is, um, and they take this collection of things that you've been saving and preserve them for forever in a beautiful frame that you can hang on your wall and you can see. And honestly, that'll be in the family for a long time too. It is Frame Corner of Memphis, fifty thirty five. Park Avenue, FrameCornerMemphis.com. 
Uh, every single year, I, uh, as some of you know, I, I get uh, 10 crisp $100 bills from the bank, and I, I'm always happy to do it, too. Like, it's not, I, it's only with a sense of eager anticipation that I withdraw the, I have to go in to get 10 crisp $100 bills, and I ask for the freshest, and I hand them over to Jeffrey, and, uh, and it's been my never-fail investment strategy. And uh, until last year, when it hit a bit of a, uh, a speed bump, uh-huh. and uh, and then the first two weeks of this year, I, I see you forget about those five years. You know, you, you're still, no, I you didn't. are still I very much in the fail. black. I am very, very much I in the black. I, I have not. Not only have I not uh-huh. forgotten them, I'm living off them. Uh-huh. I'm going on vacations off of them. I'm planning my kids' future uh, around them and my own retirement. So. Uh, but I need, I, I, I was happy to see that last year, last week, we were, as they say, back in the black. Back in the black. And uh, how did we do last week, Jeffrey? Jeff, we had an eight and five week. So for the year, that puts us as 18 and 20. You're currently down 400. But again, we have, we're just now getting through the first quarter. We are, and we're turning the corner is what's happening. Absolutely. We're turning the, the corner. Trends are good. We're picking up momentum. And this is a massive, massive week of, of college football. As I said earlier, it's the uh, first time since 1978, I believe, that we've had, yes, first time since, the, since 1978 that we've had eight teams, eight matchups of two teams that are 3-0 and or better playing each other. That's the kind of week we're looking at. Jeffrey, how are we going to tackle it? Jeff, just because of what you said, we have such a massive day tomorrow. No plays tonight. I want everyone to rest up, get hydrated, and make sure that when 11 a.m. starts, you're ready to go. Because we're ready to go at 11 a.m. We got Florida State, Clemson. We're going to be running down the rock. We hate this pick. There's no reason why I should want to bet on Dabo here. But the lines tell me I got to, Jeff. I'm taking Clemson plus two. Clemson plus two. Over Florida State. No um, no love for Mike Norvell? Jeremy, I think Travis is banged up, and I think that's a problem. I see. I th- um, all right. Well, uh, who's next? Jeff, sometimes you just got to run your offense, particularly on a weekend like this. Do what you do best. We got Vanderbilt playing a game, and we're going to bet against them. Give me Kentucky <laughs> minus 13. Kentucky minus 13. Over Vanderbilt. That's uh, worked well for you. Uh, that's worked well for you in the past. Next. Jeff, we've got, in, in this world of conference realignment where everything's changing and we're losing rivalries, we got the last battle for the iron skillet tomorrow in Fort Worth. We got TCU at home against SMU. SMU's getting a full touchdown. Give me the seven points. SMU plus seven over TCU, the battle of the story, the storied battle for Correct. the Iron We got TCU throwing skillet. shade at SMU for NIL and completely ignoring the fact that they were able to turn their roster over last year for NIL. Like, I don't like the vibes there. Give me, give me, give me SMU. SMU plus seven over TCU. Next. Jeff, we got, you got to throw a degenerate special on a weekend like this. Everyone's focusing on the big games. No, the G5 yeah. matters too. The G5 yeah. matters too. Western Kentucky goes to Troy. Give me Western Kentucky in the three and a half points. I don't know if Troy can keep scoring like that. Western Kentucky plus three and a half over Troy because skepticism over Troy's offensive output. And they played JMU last week. It was a tough physical game. They got banged up. Western Kentucky, while they got throttled by Ohio State, the good thing is when you get throttled, you you can sit, guys. Right. All right, who's next? Jeff, we're breaking the system. This is just too easy. Auburn can't score. Auburn is juggling quarterbacks. More importantly, I think there's a narrative out there that everyone wants to see Texas A&M fail, and that's fine. The problem is I've watched Auburn and Texas A&M play. Texas a and is still a pretty good football team. Auburn is not a good football team. We're breaking the system. We're not just emotionally hedging with Hugh Freeze. Give me Texas A&M so I can get a double winner. Give me Texas A&M. I'll lay the eight. Texas A&M minus eight over Auburn. For those who are confused about this, Mm -hmm. Jeffrey, of course, uh, among his well-established dislikes in the world is Hugh Freeze. 
And so he headed into this year determined to bet only four few frees. Yes. Out of the theory of you're a winner either way, what yes. was the no, no, you, you emotionally what, what, hedge? So either I win, either it. I win money or I watch him fail. Which That's is right. either, either exactly way, it's great. Right. And instead, yep. you how I want to double so the failure. How does that work for you so far? We're one and one. Hedge? We split. Like, okay. it, it worked against UMass, and then it didn't work against Cal. Uh, now we're doubling up. Yep. Uh, he's just going straight up against uh, Hugh Freeze and Auburn. This is one of the great fight songs, underrated fight songs yes. in the land. A&M, take and A&M. we won't be hearing it very much on Saturday. <laughs> Lay the eight uh, over Hugh Freeze and Auburn. Next. Jeff, we've got West Virginia who's quietly playing good football. They win the they, – they beat Pitt for the first time in, I think, six years. Maybe it was seven atrocious effort from Pitt. Yeah, and uh-huh. Texas Tech has des- they're determined to never actually hold on to the football. West Virginia at home hosting Texas Tech. Give me the 6 points. I like that one. West Virginia plus 6 over Texas Tech. Next. Jeff, we got Kansas and their shall we say Swiss cheese defense going up against the ultimate shot team in BYU. BYU's getting nine and a half points. Give me the Kooks. <sighs> BYU did well for you last week. Oh, yeah. it was last week. That was yeah, last did week. Well oh, yeah. for you last week. One that of my, is one of my one underdogs of, that was an outright winner. That was another one of the. Uh, this is another one of the battles of the unbeaten. Yes. Both BYU and Kansas unbeaten. BYU getting nine and a half. Go ahead and take the Cougs. Give Next. me the twenty-seven-year-olds. Jeff, one of the games that you had mentioned, ranked versus ranked. We got Utah hosting UCLA. Normally. When the Utes play at Rice-Eccles Stadium, you don't really go against them. Well, Jeff, we don't get rich being scared. Scared money ain't making no money. Give me UCLA. Give me the six points. The Bruins 9-3 against the spread in their last 12 road games. What do you like about UCLA? Why uh, are you doing If they play the freshman quarterback, I like it a lot. And they're they're able to run the football. And I don't think – right. I'm also thinking that Cam Rising is back, and I'm also thinking he could be a little rusty. UCLA plus six over Utah. Next. Jeff, also at 2.30, we got Dion going to Eugene. And Jeff, for all the talk about Dion being brash and talking and all the running of the mouth, the great theater that I have enjoyed so thoroughly. Jeff, I don't know if you've paid attention, but the week, the conversation this week from Dion has been a respecting of the opponent. That tells me that Dion is not confident. Heading into this game, huh. give me Oregon. I'll lay the twenty-one. Twenty-one points. Yes. Do you believe, by the way, as Jason said, that there are a lot of people rooting for Dion to lose? No, to I think to get smashed. I think I think like, they exist. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the category of they don't exist. But there is far more people that are saying. Oh, there's just people rooting for him to lose. Then there are actually people that are rooting for I, him to lose. I, I, I honestly agree with that. The the I do think that that uh, people always had their they had the preconceptions about Dion, right? And then like whatever, there's some people in Memphis who had a br- grudge because of the Southern yes. Heritage Classic, right? That, and maybe legitimate. Yes. And then honestly, I don't think it was illegitimate to say to walk into Colorado and treat those players with get the hell out of here, that that was off-putting to some people. I, I think it's just human. I don't. I, I, I actually appreciate it because at least he was honest. Oftentimes, coaches do that no matter what, but they act like they don't. At least he was honest about it. I don't know. Like, I I, I guess I, I if there were people who – here here's my, my, my point. If there were people who were rooting against him because he turned over his entire roster, cleaned out people, whatever else – and the theory was that is not a great way to, to to treat players as just disposable items, right? Like that that is that that turned them off. Dion, you actually appreciate the honesty. I think there were other people who were like, yeah, I don't really think telling a whole bunch of nineteen-year-olds uh, to get the hell out of here because they're scrubs is a very polite way to go. And started rooting against Rian for that. What that? But I still don't think there is this great groundswell of people rooting against Dion. Um, I think there was much more of it, honestly, with Tiger. And even there, most people were rooting for Tiger. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, you realize... But there was also, with Tiger, there was rooting 
like you were rooting for him to lose just because you wanted to see something else. Right. It's a lot and, like and when, then some people just are programmed to root against the dynasty. Now sure. there were definitely people who were racist who were rooting against Tiger. We used to get an email, literally a, a, a piece of mail at the CA would arrive, and it was just filled with racist invective against Tiger every week, just filled with it. So I'm not saying that doesn't exist. Of course that exists. Um, but I do think some of the people rooting against Tiger, they're just like, I want to see someone else win. I, I, root, I root against the Patriots. I root against the Warriors. I root against great. Well, it's like um, when people started rooting for Clemson because just to knock off Alabama, and then you got a full load of Dabo, right. and you're like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, sure maybe, maybe. Anyway, so the point is, Oregon, go ahead and lay the 25 over Dion. All right, Jeff. I I hate this pick. This is a okay. pick if, you know, I always forget the big losses. Two years ago, Ole Miss went into Tuscaloosa. They had Matt Corral, an unproven Bryce Young on the other end of the field. Lane Kiffin, before kickoff, told us to get our popcorn ready. And then Ole Miss got absolutely curb stomped. That game was over with about two possessions into the game. And that is fresh in my mind. But, Jeff, Bryce Young ain't on that other sideline. And I know Ole Miss has the better quarterback. Give me the Rebels. Give me six and a half. Ole Miss plus six and a half over Alabama because they have the better quarterback. Um, all right, what's next? Jeff, Tennessee under Josh Heupel, six mm-hmm. and one against the spread following a loss. UTSA is banged up as can be. I like the Vols to flex in this spot. I'll lay the 21. Tennessee minus 21 over a banged up and kind of disappointing, honestly, UTSA team. Next. Jeff. I love my Beavers. I love my Beavers. Jonathan Smith. Someone at Michigan State should just throw a dump truck full of cash at Jonathan Smith and go make him their head coach. I got the Beavers only laying three on the road at Washington State. Jonathan Smith, 13-3 and three the last two years against the spread. Has never had a losing season against the spread. Give me my Beavers. I'll lay the three. I'll do so happily. Oregon State minus three over Washington State in the uh, in the left behind bowl. Next, Jeff. Sometimes the defense gives you a look, and you just got to take it. LSU seventeen and a half at home against Arkansas. Arkansas fresh off a really brutal gut punch loss to BYU. But Jeff, if you watch that game down to down, Arkansas was better. They struggled keep taking care of the football, and they got beat on shot plays. LSU last week couldn't have looked better. What a dominating performance. It was dominating. What I saw my dominating own performance. It was unbelievable. Yeah, so you must be going to LSU here. No, this is an opportunity to buy low. Give me 17 and a half. Oh, God. Who pick? Arkansas plus 17 and a half over LSU. Jeff, while, right, we may, while we may be removed the Hugh Freeze principle from the system, yeah. we've added a new system. Is yeah. Mississippi State playing? Mississippi State is playing, yeah. We will take the other team. Give me South Carolina. I'll lay the six at home. That's a that's a tough deal for Mississippi State that you already invented a new system. Yes. Uh, having watched Mississippi State, yes. South Carolina. They can't score. Minus six uh-huh. over Mississippi State. Jeff, we have an opportunity to play the best fight song in the land. And more importantly... The most influential fight song in the land. Uh-huh. I know you're Michigan. thinking. You said you had no play in this Michigan game. You said you had no play in this Michigan game. Yep. Michigan Rutgers. You like Michigan. Uh, I like the under, actually, in that one, but I'm still not uh-huh. taking that. We have an opportunity, though, to cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. Jesus, baby. Same principle, Jeff. We're going into this game with a better quarterback. We got a, a young quarterback making his first start on the road. Give me Sam Hartman. Give me the three. Notre Dame plus three over Ohio State. Is that the biggest? What's the biggest game of the weekend? That's the biggest game of the weekend. What's the next biggest game of the weekend? I think it's Ole Miss, Alabama. Not Clemson, Florida State? I think it's Ole Miss, Alabama. 
Because if Alabama loses, we got real. If if, if and the only reason Colorado is not there is you just don't think they're going to hold a candle to Oregon. Correct. Like I just think were, if yeah. they were to beat Oregon, you would elevate that in the yes. where it would. Oh, be absolutely! Because weekend. Colorado all of a sudden becomes a national title contender. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, the reason all why right. we're playing the USC fight song is because you're going to be hearing it a lot. We will finish the week with a system play. Okay. Arizona State is playing football. We will be betting against them. Drew Pine will be making his first start. It doesn't matter. They don't have any offensive linemen. Give me USC. I'll lay 34 and a half. Oh, my God. Jeff, Arizona State is that bad. They got blanked by Fresno. It was 29 to nothing, and it was like at no point were you ever concerned that Arizona State might get back in the game. Also, our boy Kenny Dillingham had like a freak out yesterday. Vibes are bad. USC minus 34 and a half over Arizona State. Does that wrap it up, Jeffrey? That is 16 quality plays there for you, Jeff. All right, I'll, I'll tell people what we got. Clemson uh, plus two over Florida State. Go Mike Narval. Sorry, Jeffrey. Um, Kentucky minus 13 over Vandy. SMU plus seven over TCU. Western Kentucky plus three and a half over Troy. Texas A&M minus eight over Auburn. West Virginia plus six over Texas Tech. BYU plus nine and a half over Kansas. UCLA plus six over Utah. Oregon minus 21 over Colorado. Ole Miss plus six and a half over Alabama. Tennessee minus 21 over UTSA. Oregon State minus three over Washington State. Arkansas plus 17 and a half over LSU. South Carolina minus six over Mississippi State because Mississippi State is playing. Mm -hmm. Notre Dame plus three over Ohio State. (laughs) USC. Minus 34 and a half. Because Arizona State is playing. Because Arizona State is playing. The only big games that you may not have touched were, well, Rutgers and Michigan is two on the beatens. There's that one. There's Iowa at Penn State, number 24, Iowa at number seven, Penn State. You don't have a play on that one either. What would you do with that one if you had to? So, in Iowa, Penn State, if I were betting it, I think I would take Iowa in the points because while Penn State's 3-0 and against the spread, I have not really liked how they've looked offensively, and I would kind of just trust Iowa's defense to confuse a younger quarterback in Ayler, but Iowa's so banged up that literally, like, you could tell me, you could tell me that Penn State wins that game 17 to nothing, and I'm not, I'm not all that surprised. Well, and then we had, uh, which earlier you had said you were going to stay away from, mm-hmm. another a battle of unbeatens is, in fact, Memphis uh, playing Missouri in St. Louis. That six and a half yep. uh, is the line. Um, and the reason I'm not playing it is I, I think if you're going to play that game, you have to play Memphis, and I don't trust Memphis's offense to cover the number. And why, if you're playing that game, as you point out, the line is Makes one might no think, sense, yes. And so you can't play it because it makes no – you can't Well, it's take like I just don't deal. want to take what I know is the obviously wrong side when I'm not – like, I'm not confident in Missouri either. Like, there's sometimes when I take the wrong side and I'm fine with taking the wrong side because I'm confident in the other team. Like, I think Oregon State, Washington State well, – I think the right is, side's probably is Washington it, State, but wait, I, I'm confident what, in Oregon State. What's the wrong side here? I think the wrong side is Missouri. Why is the wrong side Missouri? Because it's an SEC team going up against Memphis who – Look really bad against Navy. Look, looked like they should have lost the game. Well, they, why isn't the good side Missouri then? Because it's an SET team right, going up against square. Memphis, and it's only six. that's the obvious side. That's the square side. That's what they, that's what they want you because, to do. Uh, but it's only the wrong side because it looks so obviously to be the right side. Correct. Exactly. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> it is in fact the obvious right side. Yes. Which makes it the wrong side. Correct. And because it's the wrong side, you don't mind taking the wrong side if you actually still have faith in that team. You don't mean but, Jeff, but you know how you like don't. Jaron will sometimes roam outside of the paint and he'll leave like he'll leave like a lane for you to think that like, oh my God, I got a free I got a free path to the basket only to have that's him swat what the, it. That's, exactly. that's what the that's what the books are doing exactly. here. They're Jaron Jackson yes. leaving you a lane and they're gonna come in and swat Just it take away. That cheese, baby. Take it. Hey listen, if you're thinking about getting engaged uh, go see Howie and the folks at Robert Irwin Jewelers. The way that Drew did, the way that Jeffrey did, um, it's a big decision. It's a big decision, and you're going to have butterflies as you make this as you make this purchase. 
I screwed up mine. I went to, thought I was getting a deal from someone. It was not a deal. It was an inferior diamond. Um, you walk in there, they will walk you through the process. You have this idea, this picture, whatever it is in mind. They can create a one-of-a-kind ring for you. Honestly, it comes with the 365-day uh, uh, guarantee. Like if you, if you for whatever reason, it need to be guaranteed. Want to bring it back? You're not going to use it. Like you're not going to use the guarantee, but you have it, right? And it's because they're stu- it's stunning. They're stunning rings. They're helpful people. They're not going to tell you you have to sell a kidney in order to, you know, to buy the ring. They will walk you through the process. And in the end, you will be blissfully happy. And just like Jeffrey, you'll, sooner or later, you'll have a little baby. All because you went to Robert Owen Jewelers. Isn't that how it, isn't that how it sketched out, Jeffrey? It's, it's literally much? like you just laid out the blueprint. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they've got five convenient locations. I, I do mean it. Like, if you're thinking about getting engaged, you'd be silly not to walk in and see Howie. Uh, so do that uh, whenever whenever that, moment, that blessed moment comes for you. Jeffrey, what is coming up next on 92.9? Here's what's coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Raheem Palmer will join them at 125. Blake Topmeyer will join us on Giannato and Jeffrey at 240. Mike, or beg your pardon, uh, Ryan Silverfield will join uh, Gabe today at 6 p.m. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. For now, we're just done. From the one, Prescott with time, steps up, throws. Touchdown. Sunday, the Cowboys take on the Cardinals at 3 o'clock. We'll have the pregame all day. Kickoff at 3 o'clock. Cardinals, Cowboys on 92.9. Go old school. Heading south to Oxford, east through Arkansas, or are you in Collierville? We're on 680 AM, too. 92.9 FM ESPN. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 back in bonus bets. That's right. Guaranteed $200 back in bonus bets. All you have to do is place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. You've been thinking about joining FanDuel. No better time to get in on the action. It's safe. It's secure. It is, in fact, the official betting partner of the NFL. And right now, new customers... Bet five bucks, get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All you got to do, visit FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline, one 800 889-9789. Ready for a new ride? We gossip covered at Gossip Kia on the Pike. 41 MPG Highway. We gossip with 2023 Kia Forte LXS. $229 a month, $29.99 to its signing. Get some EV action in 2023 Nero EV Wind SUV. 253 miles of EPA estimated range. $269 a month, $49.99 to its signing. Plus, check out 2023 Kia EV6 Wind. Get up to 134 City. 101 Highway MPGE. $399 a month, $49.99 to its signing. And Gossip will include a free charger with your EV purchase, all 36-month leases, plus Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He's ready to put you in a new Kia today. Gossip Kia 1900 Covington Pike or online KiaCovingtonPike.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. You've got a leaky flat or metal roof on your commercial building and they're saying you need a new roof? No, no, no. Just call Joe. Joe Stallmaker, that is. 901 Waterproofing and Roof Coatings. They can restore your existing roof with a quality coating system and can save you up to 70%. The roof coating systems extend the life of your roof and come with a 5 to 15 year leak free warranty so you get the benefits of a new roof without the huge expense. So call Joe Stallmaker today 901-287-1923 or visit 901waterproofing.com Seems like everything costs more these days. Food, utilities, medical costs, you name it. But as prices go up, our family budget stays the same. Fortunately, with Farm Bureau Health Plan's core choice coverage, we can save $3,600 a year compared to the leading competitor. And we've got better coverage with a lower premium, lower deductible, free telehealth visits, and access to one of the largest networks available. Start saving today at FBHP.com or visit your local Farm Bureau office. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. 
internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through November 15th, new customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. Boom, 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 boom. Nissan has a car for every driver who wants more. More action. More fun. More guts. More head turns. More adventure. More electric. At Nissan, more is all we do. Howie, when a guy and a girl come into Robert Irwin Jewelers looking for